0: Hello and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl van Damover, and today in episode 148, I'm going to be telling you all about Google's free applied digital skills lessons. That's quite a mouthful, but bear with me and you're going to see why I'm so excited about this. So if you've been following along with this podcast for a while, you will know that I love Google tools. I use them myself. I use them in the online classes I teach through show sponsor, Fund Academy, and also in their uh, web-based unit studies. And I know many of the other teachers use them too. They are great because they are free. They are now widely used in the business world and at college. So students really need to know how to use them. And that is very versatile. There are so much one can do with them. So, uh, about 10 days ago, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, the 10 Minute Teacher Podcast with Vicki Davis. And if you are teaching at a co-op or want to just be a better homeschool parent and just learn more teaching techniques and learn about more tools, I would encourage you to listen. I have been listening to her for many years and so much of what I do has been influenced by both Vicky and the many guests that she has on the show. And so this particular one, she had a guest, Coach Victor Hicks, and he spoke about these lessons that you can get free of charge that Google provides to help apply their their tools. And I had no idea these existed um, know all things that you could learn and so of course immediately I got home and finished Um, listening to this podcast because I normally listen in my car I pulled it up and the website and I started looking at it and I've been looking at it for the last couple of days and became more and more convinced this was something I needed to share with all of you so big shout out to coach Victor Hicks for sharing all this information originally and I will be linking in the show notes which you can find at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com I will link to this particular episode so that you can go and hear how he's been using it as well um, now to find it, it's a whole long URL. So I do think that you will find it, though, if you just Google free lessons applied to digital skills, Google, you should find it. But again, I will put the specific link to where you can find all these lessons um, in the show notes. So what the general idea behind these lessons is, is that, the, that Google has made lessons based on all their tools. and. They have made them so that it's not just kind of theoretical, but that it's basically project-based learning where your children can actually, or you, as you will learn, can level up your skills by doing an actual project. So they take whatever it is, or sometimes a mixture of the tools they have, and they find a very cool project that will be age-appropriate. So let me explain now what you will find if you go there. And um, I really hope that you're gonna go and jump straight on once uh, you finish listening to me. So the first thing is once you get there, um, you will see that there are over a hundred lessons. But to make it far less um, daunting to figure out what you'd like is you can actually filter it down. And the first filter you can pick is age. Uh, some of the lessons actually apply to all ages, you will see, but some of them definitely will work better with a younger age or with an older age. You can choose between late elementary, middle school, high school, and adult. Now, when I was listening to um, Coach Hicks, he was actually, he said that when he first used it, I think he was saying with third graders. So um, even though it says late elementary, I'm not sure whether third graders normally exist, of as that late he managed to actually use these things with fairly young kids and if you're sitting with your child and working side by side i'm sure that you know that would also help but you can definitely use it from sort of you know fourth grade and up And as you can see, it says adult. That means you can learn new skills. And I know, even though I know some of these tools, I'm not sure I'm always using them as well as I can. And so my aim is to try and start to go through some of these lessons to try and get fresh ideas for projects that I can use in my classes. The next thing that you can filter by is tool. And obviously, you know, you know some of the Google ones, you'll know about Google Docs, Google Slides, um, but there's some that you might not know about. You probably know about Google Sites, and I know I've had podcast episodes on many of these, Google Drawings, Google Maps. Then there's also, you can choose by Google Earth Engine, Google Search, which is a really good one to teach your kids the search techniques, and also Google App Apps scripts and that one like I went and had a look at, and it's actually from Upper Elementary, they suggest can use this, but they teach you how to create a guide to an area, and what they essentially do is use a number of different Google tools together. So they're using um, spreadsheets and they're using Google Maps and a bunch of other things to all sort of come together to create this guide. So um, the way it's done is that you can actually, once you go in, they first will give you a general overview, and it's done by short videos, and that's really good. I know as a teacher, students struggle to listen to something that's really long, so they've broken it up into very manageable bites, which means you can also, you don't have to just sit down and do the whole thing in one go. You can decide, you know, how much time you've got, and they just keep coming back and continuing. So there is a little video, and that explains it, then there's a little video telling you how to get started, then you can stop and go and do it, then you watch the next piece, and so it's just piece by piece, which is exactly how I teach all my programming classes, so they show you online what to do, and then you can go and try it out, which is just genius, and it's a really fun and easy way to do it, which means that you know you can give these to your kids without you knowing what's going on, as I said, you can either learn side by side, or you can just give it to them to do now, using the um, the filters is really helps you drill down. So, for instance, you can suggest that you want to you want you can check on your audience. You can choose middle school. Then you can choose a digital tool, and I'm selecting here drawings. Now, when I make those two selections, I'm still getting twenty. It's more than can fit on one page, um, but there are twenty. So you can go through it, and you can look and see which of these is going to work best for your child. And they have options like design an infographic in Google Drawings, plan and promote an event, memorize facts with a visual mnemonic, Um, create a comic strip, create a meme, Um, create a vision board, draw a scientific diagram. So you can see here, you can tailor this to what your child is perhaps doing in other classes Um, perhaps something at co-op that they could use, what they're learning here. And those are just a few that I'm giving you here. That there are all these different things that it explains to you how to do. But you can you can make it so that it's applicable to what they're doing in other classes or just to their own interests, which is really helpful. Then you can also sort. So I mean this came up with 20, they're all together 160 lessons. Because now I'm actually looking at this as I'm speaking to you. But if you're kind of thinking like, wow, you know, this is giving me a lot. You can sort by most popular, and the most popular will come on top. You can also sort by most recent. So I'm sure they're going to keep adding to these. So if you come back and you want to know what's new, that you can pick that. There's another one though, is duration. So these at the at. Um, When you actually search and they show it to you, it does show you how long. So the promotional flyer, which is one of the options that you could pick here, takes 45 to 90 minutes, obviously, depending on your child's speed. However, you could also select build healthy digital habits. That takes six to nine hours. So if you're just wanting this to be a once-off, You want to pick one of the shorter ones. However, you may actually want them to do almost like a mini course in some of these things and spread it over a couple of weeks or you know do a bit each day. So that's the other one and then you can just do alphabetical. So like if you remember what the name of one was and you want to find it again, you can sort in alphabetical order. So you've got a lot of different ways that you can sort. You can also sort by collections. Um, so that is an an option that they sort of give you, uh, as well as you come onto the page and they'll show you just three at the top of the page, the sort of three most popular collections. I think one of them was back to school. One of them is currently at least as, as I'm doing a digital art and games. And I think something else was about work, perhaps the Google workspace training. So these are, they've gone through the lessons and pulled together ones that make sense, um, With a specific topic so they also have some um, on social studies there's other ones celebrate earth day celebrate juneteenth Um, there's a explore the world with google arts and culture so there's there's there are different particular themes then that you can actually pick through as well oh the other one that i forgot to tell you about though that when you can um, filter by remember I said you can filter by age, which they call audience, by the tool, the other one you can filter by specifically is topic. Um, So it's it's not quite the same as collections, because collections is kind of a more broad idea, but here with topic you can filter by science, communication, art, digital citizenship. So if you are perhaps teaching at co-op and you want to introduce some of these things, um, I mean, I'm gonna go and do this and look and see all the all this classes I do teach. I'm gonna see do they have anything that I could use or perhaps adapt for some of my current classes. So I've given you a couple of places how you could use it, but let me just now explain how you can really set this up. Um, as a parent, if I was using this, I would probably schedule one day a week um, that my child would be doing uh, learning more about these tools we used to often do this kind of thing on a friday because you don't want to do such heavy stuff on a friday so this is kind of a fun way to do school on a friday and schedule perhaps an hour at a time now you could either just let your child randomly pick um, or you could every week pull something up and tell them or you can put Um, lessons that you want them to work through in a classroom. So you yourself can set it up, and it's just really easy. As you come on, it says, are you a student or are you a teacher? And you can choose teacher, and then it says you can have a classroom. And you could either have one for each of your children, if you have different age ranges, or put put them all in the same classroom, or however it makes sense, or again, if you're using it as a co-op, the same thing. But it's very easy for you to do that and put the lesson in, and then you give your child a code, and they go into the classroom, and they can see what you want them to do, and you can go and see what they have done. Um, So that's one way that you can sort of do it in advance, you can sit down once, plan out your whole semester, say if you're doing it once a week, so maybe that's going to be 14 to 16 different Fridays, that they're each going to have an hour and you can plan what you want them to do on each of those days. And then you can go and choose that 45 to 90 minute one, because probably your child will be able to do that in about an hour or spread it or just give them half an hour and tell them that they're going to do one lesson every two weeks they need to be finished by Um, but there are just so many different options and as I said because specifically because you can use it even when they're in elementary I just think this is the most amazing site and I'm so glad that I found it and I can't imagine why you wouldn't be using it because you can introduce your child to so many tech skills in such an easy way and it's really nicely done and it's real life applicable something that they could perhaps use because some of them are like creating sort of posters and things that they might actually be able to use in, in another class so if you like it if you enjoy this and if you have enjoyed the podcast please give me a rating and review it only takes a few seconds to give a rating obviously a little bit more if you give a review I'll be really appreciative also share this with a friend next time you know you hear a friend saying oh I just really need to get into tech I don't know what to do or um, you know I don't know how to give my kids fun projects with tech tell them about this podcast um, word of mouth is really the best way that you can tell other people and we can get more homeschoolers leveling up with tech that's all for this week see you again same time same place next week Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandemurva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.